God bless you, family. Welcome to another episode. Today, I wanted to share a quick word with you on the spirit of control. This spirit I see really binding up a lot of people in the body of Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So where God's Spirit is, there is freedom. Well, guess where God's Spirit is? It is inside of you. The Holy Spirit lives and dwells inside of you. And the Holy Spirit wants to lead you and guide you in your life. But what prevents us from our freedom? It's control. What's the opposite of freedom? It's bondage. Okay, And when we want to control our lives, it leads us into bondage. But as followers of Jesus, we are called to surrender everything. Surrender your life, the situations in your life. Surrender your family. Surrender the thoughts in your mind. Surrender your job, where you live. We are called to live a life of complete and total surrender. And what will hold us back from walking in the freedom God has promised us is this spirit of control. King Saul was rejected by God from being king. Why was he rejected? In 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you from being king, is what it says. So rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion comes from control. When you rebel against what God has for you in your life, this is because you want to control your life. You want to control your family. You want to control the situation and it's binding you up. Instead, what you need to do is you need to pray over that situation, surrender the control, and put it in God's hands. You may think that you can change the mind, or you can change the heart, or you can change the spirit, but what I've seen in my life, and I've found to be biblically true, is that you cannot change anyone, and you may even struggle to change yourself. But God is powerful, and when you pray for people in faith, God will change them. He promises to put a new spirit and a new heart in other people. I'm going to be vulnerable and honest and say that one of my biggest pet peeves is laziness. I hate being surrounded by people who are lazy, and I think there may even be a fear that their laziness will rub off on me, but I cannot change other people. I must love them, I must receive them, and I must pray for them, 
and not everyone is going to be like me, right? This comes from pride, is trying to conform and mold other people the way you want them. But what we must pray is that God's will to be done in their life. One thing that I think about is speaking in tongues. And I'm going to touch on this without giving a full Bible study is because speaking on tongues is very powerful. I've seen powerful encounters in my life speaking in tongues. God has done miracles in my life through speaking in tongues. And the Holy Spirit has interceded and prayed for me. And God has spoken to me through speaking in tongues. And yes, it's a spiritual gift, but God is one who gives freely to each one individually as he wills. It says in Romans 8, 26 to 27, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness for we do not know what we should pray as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. So the spirit does what? It helps us in our weakness. It shows us for what we should pray. It makes intercession for us. God searches the heart and it's the spirit who knows what the mind of God is. The spirit of the Lord is omniscient. It is all knowing. And the reason why I touch on speaking on tongues is because it is a form of surrender. It's surrendering the mouth and the tongue to the Lord and trusting that he is going to speak through you. The reason why I see a lot of believers can't speak in tongues is because they want control over their mouth, over their life, over their thoughts, over their tongue. A lot of times it comes from pride or worry, anxiety about what other people think. But when we can surrender control, then the Holy Spirit can really pray for us, in us, and through us. I've been praying for the nations a lot. The whole world, this nation, other nations asking for God's will to be done upon the nations, asking for the fear of the Lord to fall upon the nations and that they would repent and turn their hearts back unto God. I ask God to show me the plots and the schemes of the enemy against this nation and against the world. And these are prayers that I normally typically wouldn't pray, but the Holy Spirit is making intercession for me as I pray through tongues and is giving me interpretation of that prayer. So what we need to do in order to receive freedom, true freedom, walk in freedom, is to surrender control. No, you are not the Savior. You cannot save your son, your daughter. You cannot save your parents. You cannot change people, but God is the Savior and Jesus is the one who saves. When I think about control and and power, 
right? When you think about a being powerful, who is as powerful as God Almighty? God is all-powerful, right? Omnipotent, all-powerful, meaning that there's nothing that he cannot do. God can do it. But when I think about a being who releases all control, it's God. How can someone be so powerful but give his creation complete and total free will over the actions that they choose to do? This is true love. To know that you have the power to know that you can do whatever you want as it pleases you, but to give your people free will and just have a good heart for them, not wishing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance is what it says in God's word. And the Holy Spirit is seeking and pleading for God's people that everyone would be saved. But God is not a God of control. I used to think that God was controlling my every move. Why did I think this? Because God would always show me the right way in my life. When it's big decisions, I loved when God would show me the right way. But when it comes to small, everyday decisions where the Holy Spirit is showing me the right thing that I should do, then I thought of God as a controlling God. Why did I think this? It's because God is all-knowing. And when an all-knowing God shows you what you should do, no matter how big or small the decision is, I would be an absolute fool not to choose the way of an all-knowing God who knows the future. So I thought he was controlling me. But in reality, he's just graciously pointing me in the right direction, showing me the right way, asking me to surrender and choose his way because God knows what's best for us. We don't know what's best for us. In John 15, we are called to abide. Why are we called to abide? So that way we may live an abundant life, the life that he has promised to us. So God is not controlling us. The Holy Spirit is not controlling us. But as we pray, he's giving us wisdom into different situations of our life. And he's showing us, hey, this is the right way. This is the way that I have for you. But if you choose to go the other way, I'll still love you. But we want to go where God's spirit is because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is where the freedom is. And in order to go where God's spirit is, we must surrender and let go of each and every control over our life. Because control, it's a form of witchcraft. Control will lead to pride, Sin, all sin, right, sort of stems from pride. Pride is like the father of sin. It says in Job 41, pride is the king of sin. But control will lead to anxiety, 
Control leads to worry. Control leads to fear, doubt, and all different sorts of spirits that you don't want. I know that you're here listening because you want the spirit of the Lord, a spirit of goodness, kindness, gentleness, love, joy, peace, faithfulness, long-suffering, a spirit of wisdom and of power and of might, as it says in Isaiah. So surrender control, whatever it is, let go, give it to God, trust Him with the situation. Do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God, and in doing so, you will have complete and total freedom because you will be in the spirit of the Lord and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. God bless you, family. Thank you for rating the podcast five stars. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.